The following program is sponsored by the friends and partners of Family Face Ministries. Welcome to the Revolutionary Family. We're back to podcast number two. With Dino and Jody. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. I have my morning voice still because I'm not a morning person. But through this whole prayer and fasting, I've been getting up early. I'm fasting sleep. <laughs> good job, honey. Good job. I, I know think- that's... That's probably one of the hardest things for you to fast. It is. You've known me for how many years now? 30. Uh, 31 years. Yeah. And you've always been a morning person, and I've always been a night owl, not wanting to get up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the morning. Thanks, honey. It's still dark <laughs> and cold, and but you know what? You made things better for me this morning. You made me a cappuccino. Yeah, yeah. Freshly roasted by Dino. (laughs) So I really wanted, we were talking about the revolutionary family and how that became about, but, you know, we, when we got married almost, what, 28 years ago in May? Mm -hmm. I was trying to figure that out because I was talking to a soon-to-be-married couple and, um, I had to think for a moment how many years we have been married. <laughs> it's going to be 28 years in a couple months. Wow. God is good. So how did Family Face Ministries come about? You want the long version? <laughs> how about a short recap? Well, okay, let's see. <clears throat> well, for one, you didn't grow up. Going to church. Okay, you're, you're asking for the long version. Sure. sure, I didn't grow up going to church. I mean, you know, I always believed that there, there was God. I didn't go to church, so I never learned about him. I never uh, read the Bible. And, you know, seriously, when I was... You know, between the ages of zero and 18 years old, I probably was inside of a church, I don't know, three, four times. Just, you know, maybe for a funeral or something like that or a wedding. Um, So, yeah, pretty much not raised in in a church or or, um, not trained, not, not raised, not instructed on how to live a godly life, follow God, and anyways, then I met you. (laughs) Well, okay, so I've been doing family research for 25 years, and when I started retracing your dad's side of the family, you've got ancestor that filled in for the Pope in the Vatican and has his face on all these coins and mail and stamps and went to Brazil and really, really well-known cardinal. And then you have other, on the other side, there's other popes and things throughout the whole 
your whole Italian line. But where do you think the break was with being like religious and people stopped following God, like your dad stopped following, never even, I don't know, did he even follow God? Probably not. He knew of God, but. Yeah, well, I think, you know, Italian people in general are religious, I guess. You know, that's where the Vatican is. The Pope is in Italy. Um, so Catholicism is, you know, pretty, it's predominantly the the belief, I think, over there. I guess, I think, I'm saying that here from America, but. Um, well, I think even here, <clears throat> like you think of Italian family, even for you people go, oh, we are Italian, you must have grown up Catholic. Right. And you're like, no, I didn't. <laughs> Which is quite shocking to a lot of people. Yeah. Because I think cat Italians are just categorized as being Catholic. Mm -hmm. They're known for it. Yeah. I guess so, without going into a lot of details, you know, some things happened. I think um, when my parents were married, between them and the church, and um, just like that happens to a lot of people, they got a a bad experience, right? and their hearts turned cold towards the church. And, um, I mean, I guess I can't say because I don't know exactly what, what they were thinking, but I'm guessing that their hearts probably turned cold towards God too, you know? Right. Um, and so, therefore, I was never raised in that environment. Right. So, and then we met in 1988. I grew up in a Lutheran background. That's all I knew. And, you know, with my mom being remarried multiple times, it was dark situation living at home, but we'd still go to church. So it'd be crazy all week long and then we go to church and I'm like, "Oh, here's God." And then we go back into living a whole sinful life, and then come back, oh, here's God on Sunday, check the box, we went to church. So a lot of it was, I believed more that there was more of God, but I didn't know because we didn't really read the Bible. And so we met, and you started coming to church with me, and then I find out later, <laughs> you, you just follow me to church to get me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was your line? Followed. Oh, I, I went to church to get the girl. Yeah. <laughs> but what I was profound to me is that when we were going through, like you went through confirmation and you got water baptized, which your parents were present for, which was pretty cool, because um, you're the only child out of five that actually got water baptized. But... You started reading the Bible. We go to Bible study together, and you had such a revelation of the Bible. And I'm like, wait a minute. I was brought up in church all these years, and yet you weren't. And yet you were getting all this revelation of God's Word even then, mm -hmm. which just amazed me. Yeah. Like that, how fair is that? <laughs> <laughs> wait, is that the... Uh... The last will be first, and the first will be last. Yeah, I mean, yeah exactly, you know. exactly. So Family Faith Ministries, where did that come about from? You know. Well. In a short 
you know, it's a long, long story, but how about you? It's a real long story. Yeah. Let's start from when we were born again. How about, how about that spot? Like, sure. You know, we, we grew up, you and I, in, in different, totally. totally different upbringings. Oh, yeah. From a spiritual standpoint, from a, from a natural standpoint, mm-hmm. just totally different environments. Anyways, God brought us together. and um, Actually, the Holy Spirit told me when I laid eyes on you, that's you're going to marry. And I was like, what? I really didn't understand the Holy Spirit speaking to you at the time, but I just really thought I had this voice in my head and I was going crazy. But <laughs> we got married three years later. Yeah. Yep. Here we are today, going on 28 years this May, with five kids, two son-in-laws, and a granddaughter and a grandson. Yeah. How fun. Two grandbabies, two G-babies. Yeah. They're so sweet. Many more to come. Yes. So where was I? I kind of got lost in that conversation. That was fun well, listening I just, to like, you talk about how we how we met. how we got here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, wait, you were I was eighteen. You were twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Wow. I still feel like I'm eighteen. <laughs> Me too. After twenty seven years. Until I look in the mirror. <laughs> so, anyways. Um, Family Face Ministries. We we both came were brought up in different types of families and different church backgrounds. No church background for you. And five kids, we walked into a church and we met Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. We decided on the same day actually to uh to follow God. And right after and all to commit and to surrender and to follow. Yeah, and I think our eyes were open to the truth and God's word and and all the promises. Like, we didn't know any of the promises that God had for us. And then we, all five kids came into the kingdom. They all accepted Jesus in their hearts at a quite right right after us, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. Yeah. So when our eyes were opened, it was like, it was like this excitement. Like, we couldn't get enough. We were just... There all the time. We had to drag the kids out of church, and they're dragging you know, us out of bed <laughs> dra- to go yeah, to church. Yeah, and we were doing the opposite of what we used to do before. Then you know, if we went to if we went to church, we'd go late and leave early. And now we're you know going early and leaving late. Yeah. We're the last ones to leave the church, and they're shutting the lights out on us. And um, it was fun. I believe God was making up for all of that lost time in our lives. But in the midst of all that learning and, and revelation and, and new information, and, and we, we ended up, uh, you know, I have to say, at that, at that point in time, things at home weren't perfect. There, you know, we had five children, and it was a little bit chaotic, for lack of a better word, in our household. And, um, you know, our marriage wasn't the model marriage. Our parenting skills were 
less than stellar. I think we said uh, our motto is chaos is chaos. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep. And then we're chaos going to church chaos. on Sunday, checking the box, but I still remember walking in on a summer day going, we're going to church, but nothing's changing. Our marriage isn't changing. The parenting isn't changing. There's no peace in our home. We're, it's time to do something different. And that's where our oldest at the time was 14, and she didn't want to go to church no more. And I remember telling you, like, this is not a good time for a, a teenager not to want to go to church. This is when really you want to get them plugged in to church because there's so many other things they could get involved in that's not good. Mm-hmm. And that's when our neighbors said, hey, why don't you come try this church? And our pastor's Italian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just so everyone gets it right, that was a little bit of a rewind there by Jody because we were talking about oh, yeah. when we already got we already got saved. Right, right. And, um, and so, yeah, we just took a little jump back in time there. Butterfly but, moment, as you recall. And um, anyways, so, so we're just in, we called it acceleration mode. God's getting us up to speed on everything. And we ended up taking a parenting class. <clears throat> 18 weeks. <laughs> 18 weeks. We, uh, we stuck it out. We made it through. You know, thank God our, our oldest daughter at the time was old enough to, to keep an eye on the kids. And uh, we would go Monday nights for 18 weeks. And... Um, Quite frankly, the techniques, the methods that we learned from the from the Bible on how to be a good parent, how to raise children a character, they were transformational for us. Our our home, we were, <laughs> I think we were surprised at the dramatic changes that came about in our house just from uh, implementing those things that we learned. And it, and it wasn't just parenting. Thing. I mean, well, it, the, it the started... The first chapter was marriage, <laughs> which I'm like, we're at a parenting class, and we're going to talk about marriage first? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. So, so anyways, we saw this God just, like, turned our home life upside down from chaos to order, and we were pretty pumped about that. I mean, we were like, ah, you know, it was like the voices from heaven came down, and we're like, wow, there can be, there can be peace, and our children will listen the first time, and and um, they can clean up after themselves. And yeah, and do help chores. around the house, and and uh, it was liberating to be honest, and that got us pretty fired up. And I think at that point, it was like, you know. Put that with all the other excitement that we had about finding God and Jesus and, you know, the, the blessings that come along with the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven. And, and it just, it began to be like all we thought about. And, you know, I mean, we just really got pumped up about family and we're like, oh my goodness, we, we should be sharing this with other people, you know. Well, it was revolutionary. It was. And, um, yeah, hold on to that thought. <laughs> because <clears throat> one night I was I was asleep and I had one of those moments where 
you know, I believe God woke me up, seriously, just from the middle of a deep sleep to, to wide awake, sat me up in bed and said, start Family Face Ministries. And I was like, what? You know, thinking, you know, am I awake? Am I hearing things in my head? What's going on? But it was clear. It was it was loud and clear. And, um, you know, I didn't know what that meant at the time because there wasn't any instruction manual, like, here, start Family Face Ministries. Here's how you do it. But um, that was kind of the genesis of family face well, ministries he said, and he also said yeah i want you to restore the face of the family you know um so that's our mission family face ministries restoring the face of the family and uh, bringing things back to the way god planned them because it works it just works i mean we were trying it every other way we were trying it our way we were trying it the way our parents raised us. We were trying it the world's way. It wasn't working. I know people say, oh, well, you know, you get married or you have a kid that there's no instruction manual, but really there is. We have the Word of God. We have the Bible. Mm-hmm. And we get into the Bible. There's everything pertaining to living here on earth. And you just have to get in it and you have to start reading it and start absorbing it and meditating on it. And then really putting it into practice, yeah. like putting it in action, not just hearing the word, not just reading it, but also doing it. And I think when we started becoming doers of the word, we're seeing miracle upon miracle in our family. I mean, we've seen healing miracles with our kids, and we've seen so much transforma- transformation in our family. But I think it's really cool that God spoke to your spirit, or you audibly heard him at that time. Uh, at that time, it was it was uh, inside like a like a talking to my spirit. You know, I didn't I didn't hear an audible voice, but it was a it was a loud and clear. You know, voice inside of me. And but he also said, "You have a large family, right? You have a heart for family, mm-hmm. which was really cool." Yeah, really. Yeah. Cool. Which is cool. God knows our hearts. and um, I feel like, you know, my side, my family, your family, really weren't, are not following, they weren't following Jesus, and they're still not. And I really feel like God just plucked you out of your family tree, and he plucked me out of my family tree, and he brought us together. And now, I mean, it didn't happen right when we got married, mm-hmm. but now, you know, years later with, with having four or five kids at the time, that we are making a difference. You know, we decided to follow Jesus. We decided to surrender our lives, making Jesus Lord of our lives, which we can talk about that in another podcast, how you do that. Mm -hmm. But I think now, you know, our kids accepted Jesus in their hearts, and now the Word says that we're going to be, those next generations, a thousand generations are going to be blessed by our decision and I just think that's really cool that we can, we're breaking those generational curses. We're saying, no, we're not going to let the next generation be like the past generations of just, you know, doing their own thing and not following God and just living in just really hard times. I mean, I can't, it's hard to fathom going through life because even being a Christian, even 
following Jesus, life is not perfect. Right. We still, storms still perfect. come up. No, we're not perfect. Our marriage isn't perfect. Our parenting's <laughs> not perfect. We, But I think, you know, life's much more peaceful and, um, you know, faith walk isn't easy. But now that we know God's word, we know his promises, he's come through for us over and over and over again, that even when we're walking through a life storm, we can hold on to his promises and know he's going to bring us out on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So a lot different than when we first got married. Yeah. Where you yeah. think that's just going to be like, this is the way life is and it's just going to be this way the rest of my life. And no, there's so much more. So much more. Yeah. Yep. So we started to put some action to our faith shortly after that night. And um, it's we, been a journey. <laughs> we, we started Family Face Ministries, and it's been a journey. <laughs> what does um, that look like? What are we supposed to do? I know you struggled with that. Like, okay, now what? What yeah. do I do? Oh, man. There was so much pressure. I felt like we, you just had so much pressure on you. It's such a big mandate. Well, when you believe you've heard from God <laughs> and you want to obey what he tells you, you know, um, yeah, I, I was feeling a little pressure. I didn't know what to do. But with prayer and just listening for God's voice, godly counsel. Taking baby steps. Taking baby steps and putting action to our faith that we're believing, okay, God told us to do this. We're going we're gonna to step out and do it. Here we are today, and we're restoring families, and we're giving couples, parents, the tools they need to have strong families. So, you know, we like to say we've started a family revolution. That's what why. Is, what is a family revolution? Well, a rev- you named you named this podcast the revolutionary family yeah yeah i think it's appropriate because we want people to have revolutionary families and if you think about just the words family revolution a revolution is like a uh it's a radical change in something it's uh it's a dramatic different way of thinking about something and um, it's, a, it's a change in the way of thinking. Of, and if you pair that with family, uh, it's, it's a radical change in families. It's a, it's a different way of thinking about families. It's changing the way you think about families. And we spoke in our last podcast about changing the way we think. And uh, it kind of it pairs nicely with this with this family revolution and the revolutionary family because when we renew our minds um, in the word of God yes that that changes the way we think and that's kind of how our home got revolutionized you you made you know um, reference to that earlier that it revolutionized our home and and we believe it can revolutionize families everywhere just simply by uh, changing the way you think about family back to the way God planned it, the way God intended it. You know, we um, 
we talk a lot to various groups and churches and people and and one of the bible stories that we use is the story of Nehemiah and you know um well the family's been under attack i mean we see it every day in the news people the society is redefining what family is yeah right? and so you're seeing we always talk about the family being the building blocks of society mm-hmm. and those building blocks have to be strong, right? To hold hold up, hold up a wall, hold up society, and we're just seeing an attack on the family from the north, south, east, and west, aren't we? Right. Like we're having college professors redefining what marriage looks like, what your identity looks like. We're having the news and politicians and all these Hollywood redefining what family looks like. And you and I both believe it's back to the Garden of Eden where husband and wife, Adam and Eve, right? They're mm-hmm. the two that put God put on the earth that had the marriage relationship. And going back to that um, is where we've been talking about with the family revolution and going back to the truth, going back to what God's design is for marriage. Right. That strong, that strong family unit um, that fundamental building block, the you know the elemental building block of society. If if you don't have strong blocks, you don't have strong walls. Well, and you've talked about, you've even quoted past dictators. They knew if they could take out the family, then they could take over. They right? can wipe out a society. Yeah, they can rule. Yeah, for sure. Um, so if you go to the story of Nehemiah, it just, it just parallels this, this situation that we see in, you know, the attack on families, the, the wall of society. Uh, Nehemiah, he, he was the cupbearer for, for King Artaxerxes, I think is how you pronounce it. We always call him King Art because that's for short, but so Nehemiah was, a was a um, was a Hebrew, was a Jewish man, and he was serving the the Persian king. And um, anyways, he got word from one of his people back in Israel that um, <clears throat> that the wall was being broken down, and that something needed to be done about it. And so God just put this on Nehemiah's heart to to go to the king and ask him if he could go back and do something about it. And so you can't help but see the parallels. You know, there's this wall, the wall around Jerusalem, and it's being torn down, and it's being attacked, and it's just being destroyed. And, um, and God put it on Nehemiah's heart, sent a messenger to him, and, and he, he goes to the king and and um, the king ends up writing a letter, a decree that says, yes, you know, Nehemiah, you can go back and, you know, rebuild the wall. Wow. And <clears throat> we have a decree from the king to our king, Jesus, to restore the face of the family, to build strong families, to, to um, you know, the result is going to be 
stronger communities, uh, stronger churches, stronger businesses. Uh, stronger nation. Stronger society, stronger nation. So, so yeah, that's kind of what a family revolution is, right? Where there's this attack, and you got to think about it like this. We're, we're saying it with words right now, but we're really in a battle yeah. for families. <laughs> we are. You think about it. And if you were in a real live battle... You know, and and the enemy was coming at you from all sides, full force attack. If you didn't mount up an equal or greater um, defense or attack or whatever, you know, if you didn't come back and fight, right, uh, you would be wiped out and defeated. And so, we're in a battle, ladies and gentlemen. Let's not let's not kid about it. There's an assault on families to, to just diffuse the definition of a family. And once that's done, the walls will come crumbling down. And so we're in a battle, and we're asking you, all of you, to join this family revolution and, and change the way you think about family back to the way God designed it. If you, if you wanted to have strong bricks, if you were just building a wall, um, and you wanted to know how to build bricks, how to make great strong bricks you would you would ask the designer right of bricks hey <laughs> you you came up with this brick idea how how should i make the best brick and and that designer would tell you well god designed families and nobody knows families better than god and so like you said we have an instruction book he he gives us the the operation manual. We don't have to come up with our own ideas. That's right. Um, it's right there in the Bible. We just have to read it. There's a lot there, a lot of information on how to have relationships with people, just how to treat people. Jesus was so good at treating people. He, he was... Um, a social genius. <laughs> That's a good one. Right? <laughs> he, he, and, you know, uh, if, if you know how to treat people right, um, yeah, you just have great favor. And so... Um, well, I think it starts with the marriage, right? Yeah. You know, you, you want to be a good parent, but first you need to get your marriage right. And I think for you and I, over the years, being intentional and sitting down and reading the word and praying together and making sure we're on the same page um, and having that strong marriage relationship mm -hmm. um, will create healthy, happy, secure children, right? And if they know mom and dad's on the same page, you're not going to have kids trying to rebel and trying to do their own thing and feeling insecure. Um, and I think that's where we got into the word of God and really it transformed our marriage Greatly. I mean, even after we accepted Jesus in our hearts and started following him, mm -hmm. the more we put God's word in us, you know, individually, you know, our alone time with God, with you and I together as a husband and wife, it really filters down into the kids, into the family, even into the grandkids. Yep. Yeah. But yep. I think it's, it's awesome, family revolution. And I think it's great that... We're able to sit here and talk <laughs> face to face. <laughs> this is my love language. Yeah. I'm getting my love tank filled.
Yeah, this is fun. Glad you stopped by to listen today. Thanks, everyone, for uh, taking the time to hear our story, hear about the family revolution, and uh, join us next time on The Revolutionary Family. This is Dino. And Jody, and share with your family and friends and pastors. Pass us along, and we will join you next time. Bye. Family Face Ministries, our mission is to restore the face of the family. That means equipping families with the teaching and the tools that they need to succeed. You can support that mission with either a one-time gift or by becoming a recurring monthly partner. Your gift today will help keep families together. To give, visit familyfaceministries.org slash give or call us at 877-336-6540.